Want to know how easy it is to listen to our show? All you have to do with your Amazon smart device is say, Alexa, play Sports Call Auburn. Weather brought to you by Auburn University Credit Union. Don't pay for checking. Auburn University Credit Union offers completely free checking. No minimum balance required and no monthly fees. Apply online at myaucu.org or one of their three locations. AUCU is federally insured by the NCUA. Colder and dry for your Tuesday with high temperatures only around 50 degrees. There will be a lot of sunshine and no threat of rain, but again, very cool temperatures as lows will get to about 28 or 29 overnight in most spots. Wednesday, much of the same, a little more cloud cover. Those highs will make the mid-50s around 54 to 55. Again, no threat of rain. Lows will drop to right around freezing, maybe 30 or 31 degrees. Once again, we'll be a little bit warmer as the week continues, but rain chances will remain low until the weekend. I'm Ryan LaVoy for your Tiger Communications weather update. My joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the orthopedic clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointment today. Our Falcons play here. If you want to be really flat going into year three, it feels like a real team around here in Flyer Branch. Our Falcons are ready to battle all season long. Catch our next game Sunday as our Falcons are back at home at Mercedes-Benz Stadium as they get ready for a matchup with the Indianapolis Colts. Catch each and every Falcons game here. Atlanta Falcons football on WTGZ Tiger 95.9. You can help keep power bills low by shaving the peak. On cold mornings from 5 to 9 and hot afternoons from 3 to 7, members need a lot of electricity. That leads to what's called a peak. Reducing peaks helps hold down wholesale power costs for your cooperative and you. During peak times, simply postpone chores like laundry and dishwashing. Even turning off a light helps. Calapusa River Electric Cooperative. Always here for you. From the very beginning in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been to promote our community, see businesses flourish, and improve the livelihoods of local citizens. We have operated a simple and straightforward business model built on a foundation of sound business decisions and a caring response. Our local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. Hi, welcome to Lifesavers Mission Thrift. Ah! Greetings, human. We are from the planet Mars. Word. Wow, but what are you doing here? We've observed that you wish to land on our planet. Yes, and so we must be prepared with new clothes and furniture, and we don't have much money. Yeah, we're students. Well, you've come to the right place. Mission Thrift has all kinds of clothes, furniture, gifts, all at the lowest prices you'll find. Excellent. And the best part is, all proceeds go toward helping underprivileged children of our community. Terrific. We will begin purchasing immediately. Zip up. Begin rummaging through those polyester pants. Lifesavers Mission Thrift Store on East University Drive. Drive in Auburn behind Zaxby's. This is Philip Lolly, former Auburn Tigers football assistant coach for the 2010 National Championship team, and you are listening to Sports Call. Welcome back to Sports Call, Tiger 95.9, the Tiger.fm, and the Tiger Communications app. Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, Tom Peavy with you here. 
on this Tuesday afternoon as we go to the orthopedic clinic phone line where we welcome on Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer here on this Tuesday edition of the program. Ferg, as always, the time is greatly appreciated. How are things in your world? Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you? Doing very well. And, of course, a big week ahead for Auburn, mainly a big day tomorrow with National Signing Day. But let's first look back this past weekend, Ferg, at the basketball team as they had uh, another big weekend of their own as Auburn defeats USC by double digits. Uh, another great environment, Neville Arena. Again, surprising to those outside of the Auburn basketball sphere like Yahoo Sports. Uh, give us a, a little bit on, again, the vibe in that arena, how it compares to some other big games, and again, what what this Auburn offense continues to do well with. Yeah, it felt like a weekend a game in SEC play. I think the atmosphere was great. The crowd was packed out. Students, a lot of them came back to make it a, a true jungle kind of atmosphere, and um, yeah, I mean, I, obviously there was a lot of attention on this USC team and Brian James and Isaiah Collier and those guys, a lot of NBA uh, national attention on this game. And I, But, I mean, I think the big thing was is just Auburn was the better team and played like it for pretty much all 40 minutes um, and, and took advantage. I mean, it was just kind of – it's kind of what Auburn is, is right now. Um, this is a team that goes, you know, 10 or 11 deep pretty much every game. There's not much of a change or a drop-off between the starters and the reserves. And when you play a team like USC where it is all run through that backcourt of Collier and of, uh, you know, uh, Boogie Ellis um, and those guys, you know, it makes it easier for a team like Auburn to do some of the things that, uh, that make them, you know, who they are on, on the floor. And uh, they were able to play deep. Uh, they were play, able to, you know, crank up the pressure against that backcourt um, and create some turnovers and some things with the crowd behind them. And so, I mean, it was it was it was vintage Auburn basketball this year. Um, we've seen this team win a number of games like this, and uh, you know, at this point, I mean, they're just beating really good uh, basketball teams that you know, you know, with ease right now. Um, and you know, USC's had some issues, obviously, and you know, Virginia Tech and some of these other teams, but. When you when you take when you're consistently, you know, covering the spread uh, and uh, and looking good on both ends of the floor, really helps your computer ratings. It really helps a lot of the numbers, and um, you know that's why I think Auburn, even though they're not in the human polls yet as a ranked team because of those two losses, um, you know that's why that's why the numbers really really like this team. I mean, there's something to be said for for playing your way and and taking care of business against quality opponents. Uh, how fun was it to see Dylan Cardwell? be more than kind of a bona fide hype guy and I mean he had just an incredible game against Southern Cal. Yeah, it was the best game of his career. And I think Dylan's done a great job this season so far of, of, of playing his role and playing it really, really well. Um, you know, there are gonna be some games where Janai Baroom is not, you know, a a twenty point scorer. Um and you know, he might you know, he had he just missed shots, um, had some open looks against that zone that USC ran on uh, on Sunday and, and missed him, but it really didn't matter because Auburn dominated that that front court matchup and Dylan did some heavy lifting of his own scoring. Uh, and, and I think Dylan's just done a great job this season as a senior of, you know, knowing his role, knowing his strengths, knowing his weaknesses and playing to him. Um, this is a guy that rim protecting and a rim running. He is, he's very good at it. And he's a great athlete, um, plays with great energy on the floor. You know, he's not going to have to play heavy, heavy minutes so he can go in and go kind of full speed the whole time uh, and played, you know, just I mean, it was just a wonderful game for him on both ends of the floor. You know, best game he's played as a Tiger. And again, like you know, I thought Janai played well. You know, outside of the shooting, um, but you know, it, it's kind of like what we're seeing with Aiden Holloway and Trey Donaldson at the at the point guard spot. If you are guaranteeing that you're going to have a real weapon at the five, 
all game long. It's not very many college basketball teams that can say that. There's usually a clear drop-off between their best big man and the guy who's coming in to replace them. I think that gap's pretty, has shrunk pretty much for Auburn you know, for the last few weeks because I think Dylan deserves a ton of credit uh, for playing a, playing a great brand of basketball, knowing who he is. And uh, Auburn is doing a good job of you know, kind of unleashing what he's good at uh, on the floor. And that is, like I said, rim running and rim protecting. He's, he's, he's excellent at it. Coming into this year, Ferg, as you know, Bruce Pearl was concerned uh, about some aspects of the defense. Where It seems to me that Auburn had has passed a lot of tests in that department. Of course, USC yeah. certainly brought a lot of great guards to the table. What have you thought about Auburn's defense and, and what they have continued to do well? I think the big difference here is the fact that Aiden Holloway and Trey Dawson have both gotten better as defenders uh, from, the, from game one to game ten. Um, these are guys that I think early in the year, um, you know, teams were kind of lining them up, so to speak. And what I mean by lining them up is, you know, you will see uh, offenses try to isolate or get the point guards in action and really kind of go right at them, uh, line them up, you know, is, is, is the kind of term to use there. And, um, you know, early in the year, I thought teams were kind of picking on those guys um, a, a little bit on the defensive end. Recently, they have done – both have done a really good job. I think, you know, Trey – Trey's done, you know, Trey is an excellent aggressive defender who, you know, can create steals and make things happen. He's got that kind of DB mentality back there. I think Aiden's gotten a lot better as a as a defender over these last ten games. And you know, even when they get beat uh, off the dribble, and even when you know they leave some open openings, I think Auburn's done a much better job being a defensive rebounding team this year and a, a really good rim protecting team. So if you get past those guards, well, they're going to have to contend with a really good front court around the rim. And so I think this team has got great chemistry. We see that on offense with the amount of ball movement they have, the crazy amount of assists they play with. I think you see it on defense, but these guys are locked in, they're communicating, and they're and they're helping each other out. So, you know, this this defense is is, you know, it's it's not a it's not a complete like strangle you kind of defense. It's not a defense that is going to um, you know, have this crazy high turnover rate uh, every single game. Um, but I do think they just they have weapons and they have depth and they don't get worn out and, and, and that that makes them a pretty strong defense over forty minutes. And, and Justin, you you touched on the the uh, point guard play there with Holloway and Trey Donaldson, but you, talk about the crazy stats that they've been putting up these last couple of games, uh, going from mm-hmm. Atlanta to to Huntsville now to to Neville Arena the last three against quality opponents too. Yeah, against three teams that are either NCAA tournament teams from last year or, you know, a lot of people thought they were going to be NCAA tournament teams this season. Um, yeah, last three games for uh, the, these for, for the two point guards. And remember, these are the two youngest players on the rotation, too. Um, you know, this is, I think, uh, it's the Aiden Holloway and Trey Donaldson. Trey Donaldson have combined for 78 points, 25 assists, and two turnovers. And that is phenomenal point guard play um and you're getting that from two really talented young guys and i think what we're seeing is is we're seeing you know a five-star point guard really start to come into his own and then you have a guy in trey donaldson who is playing i mean phenomenal basketball but you know why have we seen this from trey donaldson i think a lot of it is due to the fact that this is his this was his first full year first full off season where he got to just be a basketball player you gotta remember this guy was an sec caliber football player. Auburn signed him to play both sports. He ended up concentrating on just one. He's getting more playing time this year. He got a full off season to kind of, you know, compete for the job. And I think, you know, my, my advice to Auburn fans, because I get this from time to time, when you talk about Trey and Aiden or Janai and Dylan 
or, you know, uh, Chad and Chris. I mean, pretty much every position on the roster for the most part. You know, you, you'll sit here and people will say, well, why isn't this guy starting over this guy? Or who's better between those two guys? I don't really think it matters that much because they are going to play pretty evenly. They're going to play deep on the bench. And it's it's the fact that, you know, I wouldn't get hung up on who's the better player. I think you would I would I would much rather focus on the fact that like, hey, Auburn's gonna have a really quality player on the floor at these positions for all forty minutes. And it is rare to have that in, in college basketball. Uh and and I think Aiden and Trey play off of each other really, really well. I'd like to see them kind of play on the floor at the same time, uh, a little more often. But when you have Denver Jones playing the way he has over the last few weeks, I know KD had a tough game against USD, but he had been on a hot streak as well. Um, it's kind of like if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, those two point guards are just playing out of their minds right now. And uh, you know, if you if you have that kind of depth and play from your from your point guard again all forty minutes, that's a weapon that not very many teams are going to have, and it's going to put you in a great position to win. And turning the page to football, Ferg. Obviously, tomorrow a big day for the program as they look to. Uh, solidify and strengthen a top 10 class uh, from what you're understanding with the program and, and feeling uh, with the optimism uh, is Auburn continuing to be optimistic that they're going to end up flipping a couple more guys or uh, is there anyone in particular they feel good about committing to them tomorrow I think there's a couple of guys to keep in mind uh, for tomorrow and I think Auburn's going to get one of them um, maybe more but I wouldn't know which one to pick but you look at it tomorrow specifically obviously all eyes are going to be on kj bolden right kj bolden is uh committed committed to florida state for a while auburn has remained after him the whole time you know all throughout this it's like a guy who could come in and be a sec starter right away at safety and we know auburn's gonna have to be replacing a couple of those this year so it's a big pitch there uh for kj bolden uh, there's two guys top 50 in some circles, a really elite defensive line prospect. Auburn needs those guys. The fact that they're still on the hunt for both of them this late in the game is a good sign. I think if you get one of them, you're thrilled. If you get both of them, you throw a parade. Um, and then K.J. Bolden, like I said, is another guy that Auburn's going to go down the wire for. And then this guy's not going to commit tomorrow, um, it doesn't sound like, uh, but Cohen Eccles, uh, offensive line prospect four-star guy that Auburn's been after for a while decommitted from Texas A&M not too long ago. Uh, it sounds like he is going to uh, you know, sign later in the week on his birthday. Um, so he will be one that you might have to wait on a little bit more. But you've got about four or five guys out there right now that Auburn's got a chance to flip. You flip one of them, you've got a real shot at the top 10 class. You flip more than one of them, it could be a phenomenal class, even better. But I do think the, the hard work, a lot of the hard work's been done already. Um, keeping these guys in the boat that they have committed is going to be big. And, uh, yeah, you'll get some, you'll get a little old school kind of Auburn signing day feel tomorrow because, um, they're going to make some runs at some guys to try to flip them and, and get back to what Auburn should expect year in and year out, which is, you know, top 10, top 12 caliber classes, stacking those over time. That's what, that's like the bare minimum of what you need. Uh, to compete for a championship in this conference, and they're, they're, this will be a great first step. Uh, I know a lot of eyes are going to be on the wide receiver recruiting because there's a chance that uh, that Auburn may land one of the top, uh, one of the top, if not the top, wide receiver groups in the entire country. Uh, but Bama has really turned the heat up on Perry Thompson. Is there any concern that there could be a, a signing day surprise not in favor of Auburn when it comes to Perry Thompson? I'm never going to say never, but I do think Auburn doesn't feel as 
uh, concerned as maybe some fans do at this point. Um, you know, you still want to kind of lock in and, and, and make sure everything happens. I mean, it is it is one of those things where it's like if you're Auburn, you can't you know you can't sit here and and say like, hey, you know, we're going to try to flip all these guys and not expect anybody not to flip your dudes. Um, and so I, I think Perry's going to be one of those guys that um, people are going to be waiting and keeping an eye on real closely until. You know he, uh, he he signs on um, on Wednesday, whatever you know that looks like. But I don't, you know, from what I can gather, I don't think Auburn's overly concerned of him flipping. But I mean, there's always a chance because it's it's Alabama, it's Nick Saban, it's it's elite recruiting. Um, so you know, I, I don't think Auburn fans should be deathly afraid of a flip. Um, but I mean, the possibility could still be out there for sure, just because um, you know nothing's really nothing's really set in stone until they sign. He's Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer joining us today on the show. Ferg, we'll close with this. The bowl game coming up here in, a, in just over 10 days or so. I know this will be our last conversation of 2023 with you, so I wanted to ask you about that news that Talia Tagovailoa will not be playing and uh, just what Auburn is, is hoping to be able to accomplish in that game. Yeah, I mean, you know, I thought with Auburn's secondary being in flux before this game, I thought that was a potentially troublesome matchup because – you know, Maryland throws the ball around a ton, and Auburn would be, you know, changing some things up, you know, at the in the defensive backfield. Um, now we know that, um, you know, Talia's not going to be playing in that game. Maryland, I mean, he's been Maryland's quarterback really the last four years. Their backups don't have a ton of experience. They're still going to throw it around. They've still got really, some really good receivers. I, I think, and this is just, you know, don't, don't, you know, don't say that this is, me guaranteeing a win or anything like that for Auburn. But I do think if you look at the two rosters, um, they were comparable going in. I think Maryland's gotten hit a little bit harder with opt-outs and uh, guys you know, going into the portal than Auburn has. Auburn should have a better crowd at home. I mean, you can see why this line's kind of grown to around a touchdown uh, for Auburn, especially with the news of tackle oh, it's not playing. And so Auburn's going to have to play a good game to win. Um, they're not going to be able to just kind of walk in and breeze through it uh, by any means. And you know, let's 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 be honest. You know, this is this is an opportunity to beat a team that went to a bowl game, and like I think Cal's the only one you did did that with this year. So it's an opportunity for sure. And I think Talia not being in this game, I think, is going to you know make an impact, um, especially because that was going to be a area where um, they might have a clear advantage because of the way Auburn's having to change up in the secondary. Now it's kind of a little bit more even. Uh, with the news that, uh, you know, the guy who leads the Big Ten all-time in passing yards isn't playing in this game. He's Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer joining us today on Sports Call. And, Ferg, again, give our listeners a rundown about these next couple weeks at the Observer with all the different things to keep track of. Yeah, so, I mean, we've got uh, the roster tracker is going to be in full swing tomorrow. Every time there's a guy signing, you know, what they're bringing in, all that, we'll, we'll kind of – keep an eye on all that uh, and keep track of everything that could be going on. Uh, well, you know, we'll have some signing day covers later in the week. Uh, our buddy Christian Clemente of uh, Auburn Undercover is going to join us for our podcast later in the week. So a lot of great recruiting info there for our subscribers. We'll be able to get, and then yeah, basketball, we got basketball this weekend. Um, you know, got some, uh, you know, get, you know, got uh, a lot coming in with bowl practices and interviews. You know, I'll be up there in Nashville uh, next week. So, a ton of stuff going on. It's a great time to sign up. AuburnObserver.com. It is $5 a month or $50 a year from now to the end of December. Uh, just our little holiday special that we're doing. So it's a perfect time to sign up. Perfect time to give a gift subscription. 
uh, because we're putting out a ton of stuff here, um, you know, over these next couple of weeks on Auburn football and men's basketball. Well, Justin, as always, we, we certainly appreciate the time with you today and, and throughout the year. We wish you a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and we look forward to talking to you again uh, in 2024. Absolutely. We'll be waiting for it. Thank you, guys.